Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. Here we are for Chapter 4. The plot thickens in our Bermuda Triangle story. and Things are getting really interesting. We're going to find out about all three groups today and how they meet back up and what discoveries each of them have made along the way. Let's get right into it. Chapter 4. Cave and the Caretaker From Trapped in the Bermuda Triangle Story As the group of five boys, Melvin, Wilcox, Terrence, Josh, and Matthew, sat around the large metal circle in the ground, they heard a rustling in the woods. It was dusk now, and it was difficult to see anything at this time. They were getting a little scared. They had been waiting for the other two groups to come back. And we're starting to wonder if that would ever happen. So as they heard the noise, part of their minds went to protect mode because they thought they might be attacked. They also hoped they might be one of the groups. So they stood guard, ready to defend themselves. When they saw a co-captain, Jake, walk through, followed by his crew. How you doing, guys? Uh, we're doing all right. We, we found something, though. You did? What did you find? We found this large metal circle in the ground. We uncovered it while we were trying to build a shelter. I do see it. I don't see any shelter, but this could be very helpful. What did you guys discover on the island? We found four other people. Really? Are they going to be able to help us? Uh, Well, they gave us some food and gave us some tips, but I don't think they're going to be ones that are going to help us in the long run. And They've been here a while, and they've kind of just decided to live here. No, no, said Terrence. I don't want to stay here. Uh, Neither do we. And we're not going to stop looking and searching. And what you found here might be helpful in getting us off this island. Is there anything written on it? Anything that tells us anything? Asked Jake. No, responded Melvin. But we do see some symbols that we don't really understand. And there's a hole. A hole in it. Like a keyhole. I wonder if we can unlock it. But you didn't find any keys. Did you? asked Jake. No, we weren't able to. We dug a little bit around here, but I'm not sure it was supposed to be found. It was buried under a little bit of dirt. I was just lucky, scraping over the metal. So whoever buried it probably has the key. Or maybe they took it with them off this island. I don't know. Hey, where's the captain? asked Bruce. They haven't made it back yet. We were concerned nobody was coming back. Yeah, I'm glad we left when we did, said Jake. Otherwise, we'd be stuck out there in the dark, and it would have been tough to navigate. I'm glad we got back here right before dark. But for them, they might have to camp somewhere. That is, if they didn't get attacked already, said Erica. Oh, stop it, said Jake. We've been through this already. We haven't seen anything that's been threatening to us at this point on this island. It is getting dark, so let's try to put up whatever shelter we can, and let's get some rest. And tomorrow, we'll try to figure out this circular door. And what it means. Meanwhile, back at the cave, the group had fallen asleep, except for Jackie and Barry. They couldn't fall asleep, and when all the others had fallen asleep, they got up and started whispering to each other and talking. Barry suggested they go into the cave and find out what was in there. Jackie wasn't so sure, but she wasn't completely against the idea either. How are we going to see in there? It's dark. I have a lighter in my backpack can dump a little bit of the lighter fluid out onto the shirt that I've got. 
and then I can put it back together and light it up. You can use it as a kind of a torch if we can find like a stick or something to put it on. Okay. Well, I'm up for that. I'm definitely not tired. I can't sleep. Too much on my mind. Jackie grabbed a short little log outside of the cave, and Barry lit the makeshift torch, and they walked quietly into the cave. They walked probably 50 to 75 yards into the cave straight. There wasn't much to it at that point. That's when they came to a stone stairway. There were seats sitting around the outside of it, and they decided to go down. Maybe we should go back and check this out tomorrow when we've got the whole group. We've made it this far. Jackie, let's go. Jackie reluctantly went along with Barry and went down into the stairs. A little while later, they got down there and they came to a flat surface again. As they walked straight forward, they could see a door. But before they could reach it, a creature stepped out in front of them and said, What are you doing here? All are forbidden from entering the cave. And I'm here to ensure no one gets past this point. Both Barry and Jackie were startled by the sudden appearance of this creature and by the looks of it. There were huge oval black eyes, no nose that they could tell, and the mouth had jagged teeth in it when it talked. The rest of the creature's body was mostly covered in what appeared to be an old cloak that was dusty or dirty. The only other thing that they could see were yellow skinned hands reaching out of the armholes from the cloak, both gripping onto separate staffs. Are you going to speak? Barry finally got the courage to speak up. We're just exploring. We didn't realize this place was forbidden. We just got stuck on this island today. I don't need any excuses. It's time for you to leave. What's behind that door? It's none of your business. Now leave. I don't know. You got my curiosity now. I want to really see what's behind that door. Barry, I think we should go, said Jackie. I think he's given his speech. I think I'm convinced we, we should leave. No, I'm not. I want to get into that door and find out what's behind it. None shall pass. No? Sure about that? Yes. And Barry stepped forward, and the creature in front of him lifted up what they both had thought were staffs crossed in front of himself and he could see that there were blades on the end of each of them. Do you think you want to mess with me now? Barry was a high school wrestler and he thought he could probably take this guy down, even with those blades in his hands. So he dove low and took out the creature and knocked him down. The two blades fell down out of his hands onto the ground. As Barry was trying to perform some other wrestling moves, the creature reached out of his pocket, something in his hand and he stabbed it into Barry's side. An electrical current flowed through the device into Barry's body, and he screamed in pain. The creature got up and grabbed him, opened up a door that Jackie and Barry both did not see before, and threw him inside and shut it, locking it. Jackie didn't stick around to stay. She ran off, screaming, up the stairs. The creature turned and watched her run, and decided it wasn't worth the effort. He needed to keep an eye on the prisoner that he had just captured. After Barry came back out of shock, his body, he realized where he was, in a really small room, and there's a little barred window in the door. He stood up and looked out it. He could see the creature outside. That was a pretty cheap move he took on me there, said Barry. Definitely didn't see that coming. So what are you doing here? 
Why are you protecting that door? I am not going to talk to you. You are the prisoner. Barry continued to pester the creature, trying to get answers. But the creature just stood there, still and silent. Jackie made it back to the front of the cave where the rest of the crew was. He started yelling hysterically, Help! Help! We've got to save Barry! The captain and the others woke up. There was still a few hours till the sun would rise. What's going on? asked the captain. Barry and I went into the cave. We went deep into the cave and we ran into this creature and it buries down there and I, I, I don't know. This creature is going to hurt him or not. we got to help him. You went into the cave? What were you thinking? said the captain. What kind of creature? Is it like a wolf? A bear? What? No, this is more human-like, but alien. I don't know. It had two. It had two blades. But what was scarier is that he had something that shocked Barry. This creature's all by itself, though, and it's guarding some door. We can take him. We got enough. I agree. We have to go down and do something. But this is very dangerous, Jackie. You put us in a bad situation. Everybody grab your gear. We're heading down. Jackie still had the homemade torch, and the captain grabbed it from her. Let's go. The crew made it down. They took their time so they could be cautious and cage the creature had made its way up towards them. But they encountered the creature down at the bottom of the cave. They had him outnumbered, five to one. But the captain didn't think it would be so easy. We have come to free our friend. That's all we want. Is our friend back and we will leave. What about the door? Whispered Jackie into the captain's ear. We don't need to do anything with the door. The creature did not move. It just responded. You must leave. No one is to be here. Well, we're not leaving until he comes with us. This can be a pretty even trade. Your rules and our rules will work out and we'll be out of here in no time. I can't do that. And the captain said, Well, do you know how to play catch? And he tossed the handmade torch toward the creature. The creature dropped its blades to catch the torch in its hand. And the captain did a leg sweep to knock the creature down on its ground. Jackson and Arnold pinned down one arm and leg on each side of the creature. Jackie, go free Barry. Samantha, open the other door said the captain. Unfortunately, both doors were locked. He has the key, said Barry. I noticed it when I was watching him through this window. The captain stepped over top of the creature, carefully reached down and underneath the cloak to grab the set of keys. He walked over to Barry's cell and opened up the door, and then he walked over to the other door. He opened it and walked in. Besides a single table, the room was empty. He walked over to the table and there was a box sitting on the table. He lifted it up and opened the small box. And inside was another key. The captain asked the creature, where does this key go to? The creature did not answer. I didn't expect you would answer me. We'll figure it out. Guys, this might be our key out of here at some point. Lift him up, boys. And let's throw him into that cell and lock him up. And they did just that. And the creature was screaming as they walked out of the cave together as a full crew. You will pay. You will pay. The key master will find you. They weren't sure what the key master was or who the creature was, but they got out of that cave quickly, and as they reached the entrance of the cave, light was just coming up outside, and they started making their way 
back to the camp. They arrived there just as some of the others had gotten up, and the discoveries that each of them found were discussed. A large metal circular door, and now a key that might fit in it. This concludes Chapter 4, Cave and Caretaker. If you'd like to support Stories from the Woods podcast, you can leave us a review, make a donation using the link in the show notes, or share the podcast with family, friends, local libraries, and schools. Remember to check out our past episodes and to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Thanks again for listening. This podcast features the song Surreal Forest by Medane, available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License.